1: hey guys this is matt from one hit thunder i wanted to give you a quick little sneak peek at some of the stuff that's happening at the one hit thunder patreon page you can check that out at patreon.com backslash O-H-T every week chris and i put out a bonus episode and here's a little snippet of the bonus episode we did for our martika episode where chris and i re-watched the mr t be somebody or be somebody's fool. special Uh, i'm only going to give you about 10 minutes of it the full episode is like 30 or 40 minutes so if you want to hear the full thing go and check out our patreon and make a donation and you'll be able to listen to this and other weekly content hello tom may here host of future friday i've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band the menzingers where i've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people so i started a podcast on Future Friday, I talk to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We found some information that she was part of this Mr. T, be somebody or be somebody's fool. And I I have watched this full special multiple times in my life. This was a discovery in college that I would like constantly show people because I think it is so fucking weird. But I'm pretty sure this was your first time watching it from front to back. You just knew the Treat Your Mother Right song, right?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I want to start by saying that I love this. <laughs> this is like this is like an 80s Fever dream on acid. This thing is
1: wild. And it's and a roller coaster of good and bad segments. Like there's oh segments gosh. that are so good, and then it'll be like the longest five minute bullshit segment you've ever seen. <laughs>
0: Dude, yeah. I gotta start by saying I love that new edition is in it. I, I, I have in all caps, oh shit, is that new edition? Yeah, I love <laughs> the scene that they show up in, which is a peer pressure scene where it wasn't just peer pressure. It was a kid found some cigarettes and a Budweiser in a garbage can by the ocean, and then the kids are all drinking Bud and and smoking cigarettes, and there's one kid in a half shirt who doesn't want to, and they are literally like shoving the cigarettes in his mouth, and Mr. T is standing about three feet away just shaking his head. (laughs) No,
1: don't you do that. Don't you do that. Well, I mean, then there's the additional uh, symbolism of that video is shot on a pier uh, for the peer pressure. Oh, (laughs) okay, (laughs) right, right, yeah. (laughs) Really on the nose.
0: Matt, I got to say, back up a second. Mr. T rules.
1: Mr. Mr. T T is awesome.
0: He is so (laughs) awesome. I learned so many things about him. Uh, The first thing was just this past week, you know, people have some terrible takes out there in the world. But I really loved that Mr. T took the time to tweet and say, like, hey, I got my second booster shot. Everybody go out there and get vaccinated. I'm like, hell yeah, Mr. T. Thank you for that. Yeah. (laughs) Encouraging. I don't know. I didn't know that Mr. T would be the the voice of reason, but we need Mr. T right now. I learned that Mr. T was the youngest of 12 children. He had four sisters and seven brothers. Uh, In 1970, he officially changed his name to T from Lawrence Turrod, I guess is how you pronounced it. His quote about it, which I loved, is he said, I think about my father being called boy, my uncle being called boy, my brother coming back from Vietnam and being called boy. So I questioned myself, what does a black man have to do before he's given respect as a man? So when I was 18 years old, when I was old enough to fight and die for my country, old enough to drink old enough to vote, I said, I was old enough to be called a man. I, I self ordained myself, Mr. T. So the first word out of anybody's mouth is Mr.
1: And I thought that was so <laughs> badass. So um, I, I want to tell you a quick fact. Uh, and this comes from me being a, a wrestling fan, but the most famous segment on this is the Treat Your Mother Right segment, yeah, of which we'll get to. I mean, if you've only seen one segment from this, it's almost definitely that segment. There is no joke in that Mr. T loves his mom. And so much so that in 2014, he was part of the WWE Hall of Fame induction team, uh, and he gave a 30-minute long speech which had to be cut short because he was going over his time where he used the word mother 74 times because the entire speech was about how he wouldn't be there if not for the love and support of his mom and how hard it is for a single mom and how he's always respected his mom. Like he spent 30 minutes on like on the biggest stage that he could be on in 2014, just talking about how much he loved his mother I love that about Mr. T. That <laughs> He's is so amazing.
0: much. <laughs> like... I actually think the Treat Your Mother Right is a good song. Like, it is, <laughs> I, I actually really like that song. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I always said, send, send it to my mom on mother's day. Of course. Why wouldn't you uh, mother? There is no other like mother. So treat her right. I just think I that's, just love the
1: rapping. M is for the moon and the horrible groan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very much gets into the actual birth <laughs> that, that a mother has to endure. I got to respect him <laughs> for that. Uh, Continuing with the Mr. T story, man, this story is amazing. Mr. T went to the army, and then after the army, he tried out for the Packers. He didn't make it because of a knee injury. He then became a bouncer and then a bodyguard, and he was a bodyguard for the following people Steve McQueen, Michael Jackson, LeVar Burton, Diana Ross, Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, and Leon Spinks. I love that. He was about. He was a bodyguard for Levar Burton and also
1: Muhammad Ali. <laughs> like, yeah. So fun fact, also just because I don't know when I'll ever get to bring this up. You mentioned Joe Frazier as well. Philadelphia's own Joe Frazier. Um, my uncle's cover band was Joe Frazier's backup band. Wow. Uh, during, when when Joe Frazier would do live shows, he would hire my uncle and his band. So I have no memory of this because I was very young but Joe Frazier used to come over my grandfather's house for parties. And I wow. probably spent many, many a time sitting with Joe Frazier when I was like six or seven having no clue who he was. Wow.
0: <laughs> That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: One of the greatest boxes of all time, Joe Frazier. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, Mr. T's late 20s. He won two consecutive tough man competitions, which is where I believe he caught the eye of uh, sylvester stallone to get the role as clubber lang and rocky three which was supposed to be just a few lines yeah but it became a much bigger role i think largely in part to his maybe it was an improv line but his line his very famous quote i pity the fool
1: yeah uh also i'll just say that is my favorite rocky movie i'm not big on wow. the rocky movies but i love rocky three <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. Rocky Four seems to be a popular one, but yeah. Uh, Rocky, you're, you're a Rocky Three guy. I respect that. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about be somebody or be somebody's fool. It so is
1: first s- note, so much, so much to talk about here. First note, such a long introduction song. <laughs> <laughs> this first, opening song is like four minutes long. First
0: note, this <laughs> thing is fifty-one minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> the, the entire special. Uh, along the way on this special he teaches kids to understand and appreciate their origins how to dress fashionably without buying designer labels how to make tripping look like breakdancing, how to control your anger how to deal with peer pressure how to treat your mother just everything you can imagine happens in this special and it's just it's mind-blowing it's it's, it's wild
1: so let's let's try to go at least semi in the order of how things go okay. in this. It's we're going to be jumping all over the place for sure. But like right. I said, opening intro song, damn near four and a half minutes long. It is a <laughs> lo- it is a long be somebody or be somebody's fool. Um, and then we get this very short sketch about shyness, which I yeah. actually think is a pretty funny like. SNL could do the premise of a shy person doing a public service announcement about shyness and getting yelled at for not talking loudly enough. <laughs> um, and that little girl has a massive career right now as a voice actress. like wow. she's she's done like all of the biggest animes, she does video games. Uh, she only ever appeared in one movie film, and it's one of my favorites. Uh, the '80s film *Night of the Comet*. If you ever saw the '80s film *Night of the Comet*, where it's like two Valley Girls, it's the end of the world happens. A meteorite flies over California, and anybody who looked at the meteorite just evaporates to dust. People who were outside when the meteorite flew over turn into zombies, but like if you were indoors and didn't see the comet at all, you're perfectly fine. And it's about two girls who were like spending the night inside the mall. And they come out, and the it's just a full blown apocalypse, except for like them and like five other survivors. Gotcha. Um, it's a it's a goofy one, but yes, this little girl is one of the few well, survivors in the movie.
0: Well, I, one of my favorite parts about this shyness segment is that when Mr. T is talking about, I guess, just convincing kids not to be shy. I love yeah. the one quote I wrote down is, "You know me, of course you do. I'm famous." Yeah. Which I, I thought I thought was an amazing, amazing quote. Which there's just nonstop quotes in this thing. Oh,
1: I, I've got at least four that need to be mentioned, yeah, yeah. but we'll get there. Yeah, continue. I love the roots. Then we go into the story of root uh, of your roots, knowing your roots. Yeah. Which I think that the song is complete trash that comes up in this segment, but. I actually, I was actually like kind of touched by Mr. T explaining stuff that we've made fun of probably our entire lives about like his shoes and his hair and his gold chains. But then he's explaining why he wears those and how they like yeah. remind him of like his, where he comes from. And I'm like, God damn, Mr. T, why are you so fucking cool? Like- I know. I mean, I'll tell you, I want to talk about his gold
0: for a second. First of all, in this video, I don't remember Mr. T wearing this much gold. It looks (laughs) he seriously looks like he's wearing eighty pounds of gold around his neck. It is so many chains. It is insane.
1: Yeah, no, it's I this has to be peak chain wearing, Mr. T, because I agree with you. I always remember him having, like, a couple, maybe, like, yeah. five or six. There's, Dude. like, 40 pieces of chain around <laughs> his neck. I,
0: hey, Matt, did you know that he stopped wearing his gold after helping with the cleanup of Hurricane Katrina in yeah. 2005? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm not going to wear this gold anymore. This isn't cool. <laughs> I mean I love that. O- once again, Mr. T, I'm I trying to dig out something bad about Mr. T. The only bad thing I could find about Mr. T is apparently... apparently at some point, Mr. T went on a oak tree rampage. Did you happen to read about this? No. What was the oak tree rampage? People were outraged. He like chainsawed down like a hundred oak trees. But I I think that they were on his own property. I don't know the full story of this. This is the only like even remotely bad thing I can find out about Mr. T is that he chopped down a bunch of trees at some point. (laughs)